feel like Gordon Bombay would have taken his career to even further heights. Everything's flashy, everything's cocaine, everything's fun. Open wide for some soccer. I don't care what you think about, what your personal thoughts are at home. I care that you hate the Cowboys. Welcome, everybody, to the Sports Experience Podcast. I'm Chris. This is Dom. Just a couple of comics talking sports. And today, we're talking a bit of a weird one, but uh, I feel like it's appropriate. Third skateboarding episode. I'm excited. Yeah, we're talking Bam Margera. Oh, yeah. Bam Margera. I feel like might be known less for skateboarding and more for uh, off-field antics, if Other you will. Things outside of the skate park. Yes. <laughs> but uh, Bam Margera. Brandon Cole Margera, actually. Yeah, real name, Brandon Cole. Yeah, born uh, September 28th, 1979 in uh, Westchester, Pennsylvania. Where, I mean, he lives pretty much for the rest of his life is kind of what we're seeing is like all of this stuff happens in that little area where he's from. Yeah, it'd always be weird watching him doing those stunts and being like, they're always in PA. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, Mom April and Dad Phil, Phil will come back into play later, Um, and an older brother, Jess. Yeah, who's older brother Jess, musician. Yeah, mm-hmm. a drummer in a in a band that uh, will come back later. Mm-hmm. I saw his uncle uh, Don Vito oh, actually God. gave him the name Bam Bam, and then it just got shorted to shortened to Bam, and that's where he got that. He was always my sister and I's favorite character on that TV show until the unpleasantness took place. Oh, I'm sure, but I mean that's one of those things where you can just see that coming. It, I hate to say it, but you're just yeah, like, I know you're yeah, just like oh, that makes so much sense. He's oh. the definition of a creepy uncle. <laughs> yeah, so, right. Like he's the uh, drunk uncle, not the acid uncle, as no, I always say. Oh my, man, uh, stand up. You want the acid? Yeah, uncle, the acid uncle it. like me is fun. Yeah, like, let's just say that. But uh, I feel like you're more of a shrooms uncle, but that's all right. Bit, well, you know. Yeah. They cross over. They sometimes. cross. Oh man, they're so but they're much always crossover. positive, you know. But uh, anyway, uh, nicknamed him Bam Bam because he would run into walls. Yep, I think that's pretty funny. Um, went to uh, Westchester High School, um, but did not graduate. Well, let me say this: so he started skating like uh, many yeah. of us do, middle school in that era, and then it started to get a little bit more serious. Uh, when he was like fourteen, he actually got into the four one one magazine. It's awesome. It's just one of those magazines that used to have amateurs, you know what I mean, like come in and they would show these just like maybe this kid will be something. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? It was one of those things where if you're an amateur, you get your photo in one of these mags, you're like, that's like it puts so much motivation under you. Oh, that's yeah, what I feel like. The motivation to be signed by uh, one of the skating companies and, you know, be sponsored for them. Yep. Yeah. So we see him drop out of high school, but still obviously is super still into skateboarding but he actually said he dropped out because because we'll talk about this later with his crew but like they all dropped out and he was like yeah that was the only reason why i was going was to hang out with my friends yeah and i think it was chris rabbit who dropped out he was just like yeah Yeah, that himself yeah Yeah. Uh uh-huh yeah he dropped no he got expelled he got expelled yeah yeah yeah. Uh which i mean yeah, why not? I mean, you see him. Yeah. Um, so he comes through the skateboarding world. He starts coming up. Um, this is something that I feel like was not uh, beneficial to him is he was more of like a park skater, which mm-hmm. was not popular in that time. So he could do vert and he could do street and he could kind of mix it. But there wasn't really park, you know, no, events uh-uh. back then. Yeah. Um, and that's what we see. So he gets signed to Toy Machine and yeah. uh, he rides for Toy Machine in 98, 99. Mm-hmm. And then in 99, um, Landspeed, I believe, is his wheels. And Landspeed puts out this thing called Landspeed Presents CKY. Yeah, which is really cool. So, And this is where we see pretty much 
Bam become Bam. Yeah. I mean, um, like, as the world knows him. Yes. Not like just the skating world knows him, but like the aggregate world. <laughs> so CKY, he actually, they named it after there was a band that his brother was in. Yeah. And Camp Kill Yourself. Camp Kill Yourself. And they wanted it to be like this, almost like this collective. And that's yeah. why it was so many of those dudes just like doing these videos and this is what people are saying because some skate videos are just like all skateboarding yeah some skate videos are like skating other stuff skating other yeah. stuff and what they figured out right away was they're really good at the other stuff yeah the, all the stunts the yeah all the silliness the cheeky, yeah. bringing them into like their world all of that because sometimes it's really stupid and boring and sometimes you're like oh these guys are fun and, and because so like the first cky it really wasn't a big like thing deal. Yeah. yeah it wasn't like it was kind of like niche almost it was a hundred percent nobody had seen before yes yeah. it was a hundred percent niche and then we see uh cky 2k come out yeah. and that's when it kind of starts to get bigger and they end up which is kind of silly they end up going to like iceland and they have all this this is when they start putting <laughs> in um music yeah, so they like put, his brother's music, yeah, his or his brother's band's music. They yeah. put CKY in there, and then they also put Rammstein and Bjork in, oh, and it's very so much good. like a like because they have skate videos that do that. They put music over guys skating, yeah, and they never like make it big enough to where the musicians kind of like can even like notice it if yeah. that makes sense like benefit from it yes. yeah well like and that's what happened with this cky 2k is it actually had traction and like rammstein and bjork was like hey can you take our music off of that which doesn't <laughs> normally happen with skating videos yeah and that's when we see this is like the start of jacket yeah like because in these videos along with bam are like ryan dunn and brandon DiCamillo, uh on rap himself chris rab and then brandon novak who is a childhood friend of his also a skateboarder and that's this is the cky crew that we see come out of this is literally all from westchester i feel like they're all pa guys yeah they are and they all knew each other probably grew up together yes yeah. exactly um and that was a time when big brother the skateboarding magazine jeff tremaney who's all like the top guy of Jackass pretty much. Well, he's the, this is interesting because he was always the director. So you probably will yeah. never see Jeff Tremaine and like recognize him, but he's the director and he was like behind this magazine yeah. called Big Brother, which was like a pretty out there, uh, crazy magazine that Larry Flynn from Hustler actually produced. Oh and God. He actually said because it never made money, but he wanted to make it because it was like free speech. So they yeah. had this thing one time in big brother. It was like seven ways to kill yourself. Like <laughs> that was the kind of shit that they were doing. Larry Flynn and is right. You guys suck. Yeah. Well, and that's what they said. They did it for like a year and then they saw it going down <laughs> and like, they were like, he was like, Hey, I, I can't yeah, right. have this keep going. You're not making any money whatsoever. <laughs> um, and it was like a skateboarding magazine. And they heard about these guys who were doing this video shit. That was pretty crazy. Um, Spike Jones, yeah. who actually comes in and kind of like puts this together where it's like these guys from PA and these guys from California. Yep. And it kind of makes this thing because they it was were like a perfect meld. Almost. Yeah. Like when it first came out, like when I was in middle school, I'm like, I don't know what this is, but it's hilarious and I like it. I thought it was interesting. They actually shopped it to Comedy Central and MTV and Comedy Central denied it saying like, that's not 
what we're into. And MTV oh, was just, man. MTV was so quick to pick it up. They were just like, yes. <laughs> and then the final piece of the puzzle is they went to Florida and they picked up Steve-O. Yeah. And that's my favorite thing with the Jackass <laughs> crew is just like, yeah, yeah, no, no, we didn't know Steve-O. He was just some clown. And I say clown in no, he, actual like, term. Sad clown. <laughs> sad clown from Florida. They go pick him up. Yeah, he, like, I remember him doing, like, uh, stilt stuff and thinking, like, a lot of the weird stuff that he does is, like, almost clown related, which is horrifying, but funny at the same time. Well, he went to clown college. Exactly. So, so clown band, college, you yeah. can't eat that. <laughs> Simpsons reference, I'm sorry. That's no, do it every time. So bam during this they're still making CKY. So they make yeah. CKY 3, but as that's coming out, these people that they're using the music are suing them to stop using the music. Yeah. CKY 3, the probably the most famous scene is Mike Fillaly beating the shit out of these guys. Oh yeah. For calling them a really bad term. Yes, we won't say it. Um, so they're dealing with Mike and the CKY <laughs> production team getting sued because of this. So oh like, God. I guess the original release had all of their faces and like had like, <laughs> they were like, my name's Jason and like shit like that. <laughs> and they're like, had to go back in and cut all that out. Oh so like God. they're dealing with all of this, but as all this is happening, Jackass is like about to start going on MTV and you see a ton of clips from CKY three and four and the first season of Jackass. Yeah, they like they basically meld it all together. Yes. Yeah, and it made for hilarious television. No, it was perfect. And yeah. that's the thing it was people were saying like this was the perfect time like it was the for this to come out because I don't know if like it would be I don't know if it would be the cultural phenomenon it was a decade before or a decade after. Yeah, like, you know, and it came out like kind of pretty much the year before 9-11 where yeah. everyone was just like kind of done with the 90s. You know what I mean? It's just like, let's see something we haven't seen before. And it was like the perfect window for it to happen. And it really piggybacked off of the Tom Green yeah. show. And that's what they were saying was like, that's what they were doing because like I miss you see, that MTV so much. Oh my well, God. you see it. It was like a lot of just like independent DIY video stuff that they were like, no, nah, we're doing it. We're going to put it out for our fans. And then MTV saw this potential and was just like, no, no, no. This is going to be one of the biggest shows. And it really was. That's when I loved the era. I loved MTV was like the 90s for the music. And then during this era where they had shows, but they were like weird offbeat shows. Yep. Like Tom Green, Andy Dick, Jackass. Like I would watch MTV every day just to see those things. I know. It, yeah. It's a different, uh, it was a different vibe back yeah. then. <laughs> so I'm going to backtrack a little bit and we'll talk about skating and then we'll get into Jackass and what happens with that. So sounds good. In 2000, right when kind of all this is happening, he ends up selling for, or he ends up signing for Element. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is one of those like videos that it kind of defines this 2000, 2001 skateboarding thing. It's called Elementality. Oh, yeah. And I've heard of that. he is just absolutely fantastic in it. And it has like some younger guys who come through. It has like Apple Yard and, and guys like this. And you see him do a lot of like kind of like park style stuff that would be is like popular in 2015 yeah and he for me has probably one of the best backside tail slides 
ever on a vert ramp. Like it is oh, just sweet. so clean. And this is when he starts skating with Tony Hawk all the time. Yeah, because he was in all his video games. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll talk about the money they made off of that, off the video games here in a second. But he was talking. Tony Hawk said something that I thought was really great because we see Bam kind of go through these different. Mm-hmm personality changes almost yeah, let's, but let's like call him that. Yeah, yeah 2000 2001 tony was just like he was the absolute best to skate with it was always the best time we were always just having like the time of our lives and mm-hmm. that kind of spirals out of control um see down the road and well this is what we see with jackass kind of becoming bigger and bigger so jackass only goes for three seasons yeah which some people think it's a lot more, but it really is not that much. No, they just made so many episodes in those three seasons. I well, there, yeah. And there's a reason for it that it kind of got cut off. So MTV, when they have these little shows that coming up that they're not quite sure if they're going to do it, they have them sign these like minimal contracts. Yeah. And that's what Jackass was signed to was like, because it's SAG and all of that, mm-hmm. they were like literally paying them like, the minimum by law. Oh my God. And that's what MTV does because you, you, what MTV has to offer is they have the notoriety. Yeah. They have the brand name. They have the and brand they have name the platform that you need to get onto. Exactly. Yeah. So they're giving you exposure, which is so fucking stupid to say nowadays, but right? it was actually <laughs> true. This is pre Facebook in that era where it was just like MTV could pay you 10,000 an episode for like 15 guys. Yeah. And like, so I'm just saying it, it, that's why you see at the end of season three, um, all the guys from CKY actually aren't even there. They ended up yeah. stopping it because they went and started Viva La Bam. And yeah. the other guys from Jackass were like, yeah, yeah no, we get that. Well, and what? then like Pontius and Steve-O did Wild Boys. Like they were all doing kind of their independent Every, stuff. I was going to say, everybody broke off because they knew the deals were there. And then the guys like Tremaine and knoxville yeah. who were like really behind jackass were like yeah we're gonna do a movie and which is that's great. where the money is and it and was it, yeah <laughs> that well was that's a great movie that's the thing why people were like man jackass the show should have went on and it was just like no it needed to stop so they could all do all of this other shit and yeah. it really it really yeah like it branched out and when you're not getting paid what you're actually worth like why are you going to keep making seasons anyway yeah yeah well, that was uh, that was something else. They were making so much money off of other shit. So mm-hmm. I want to point this out. This is when Tony Hawk's game is blowing up. The you know Pro two skater, and three yeah. and um, this is in this era. If you were one of the skaters, you actually got a cut of the so that you would get a yeah. giant check every single year. That's amazing. When Tony Hawk like Wasteland came out, it was like yeah. one of those later games. The company finally realized like, oh, we can just give them a one time check for like. <laughs> 20 grand and they'll be like yeah i'm a skateboarder no you got a bobby Bonilla. it yeah no and that's what tony originally had set up for all these guys so if you see any of these guys in these games they were making ridiculous amounts of money just off of that that's amazing and then that's why the, like bam was just like yeah yeah, yeah. No, no no we'll do jackass for nothing like, i don't give a shit about that yeah and then this is the something that i always thought was so silly about him was he wasn't skateboarding a ton at that time. Like, well, he was skateboarding a ton, but he wasn't like looked at as a top skater. Yeah. He was looked at as like a personality. See, and that's the weird part. Like you see like a fork in the road for him. It's like, had I just gone with Tony Hawk, everyone would know me as a professional skateboarder, but going the jackass and MTV route, it's like it almost people forget about that. And he said he had huge problems with uh, MTV because 
they would have all this skating footage and they wouldn't know which ones to put in. Yeah. So like there would be like, they would just put like the first one that he landed in and he would be like, no, nah, that's sketchy as fuck. I wanted that one. It, like there, there was all this problems because they didn't understand skateboarding and like yeah. he felt like they were like trying to get skateboarding pushed out of his show. And during this time, he's still a member of Element Skate Team. Mm -hmm. And he made this band from, I believe they are from like Norway or Denmark called Him. Him, yeah. I think they're Norwegian. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he made them like super huge being like, this is my band. And his skateboard was like the Him sing. The, they had yeah, like the... Yeah, I remember that. It was like a pentagram, but it had like a heart. Uh, it was called the heartogram. <laughs> and his Element Skateboard was selling so... It was super popular much it was like dwarfing all other sales combined like it, it was selling so much and this is what people were saying was it was selling to people who weren't skating so it was selling to like girls who were hanging it on their wall yeah so there's still a ton of them around unlike other kind of skateboards oh yeah because they're not so, like broken or overused or whatever yeah. and this is what the big thing about the exposure that mtv actually gave him was he made money on everything else which in retrospect, it's probably not the greatest thing to happen to somebody like Bam. No, because yeah. he has a complete addictive personality. So, Welcome to my world. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we get into Jackass the movie. So Viva La Bam, I want to say this too, had a budget of 300000 a week. Really? Yeah. If you look at those episodes where they're just destroying shit, That's he was just true, like, yeah. dude, we were just trying to rack up a bill because they're like, yeah, do it. He was like, one time we were like, yeah, there's an elephant we could rent in the next town. And they're like, Okay. He's like, okay. Um, just to put it in perspective compared to what Jackass was to what, you know. Yeah. I mean, well, at that point, Jackass was so popular because the movie had come out, though, right? That's yeah. This is right when the movie starts to come out, and we see what is this brand that they kind of... Yeah pretty much made you know mm -hmm. jeff tremaine's the the director it comes out 2002 and they make 79 million worldwide which is crazy to think what even the budget for that was like they were probably making money hand over fist i think the budget was under 10 oh my god that's crazy yeah <laughs> and he's still skateboarding during this whole time yeah. he's still this so this is the era in which he actually is really good at skating and his drug and alcohol abuse isn't catching up with him yet. No, uh -uh. I mean, he's young and he's probably not in that full on addict mode. It's more like, well, I have to do this. I have to do this. He's like being kept busy. And from what I've seen, much like myself, boredom is when the drinking starts. <laughs> well, and I kind of alluded to this pre-podcasts. Um, we'll bring it up later because he ends up suing uh, the guys from Jackass. Yeah. But he was talking about how before Jackass, he never drank mm -hmm. and... The reason why he would go and drink was because he would get all like hurt, and then they'd be like, "Oh, we got to shoot the next day." And the other thing was he was addicted to Adderall. Is yeah, what he said. which is just a lethal combination as far as screwing your life up. Well, he said it was the the schedule, and yeah. that's why he he you know ended up suing them, and that's what has really tanked his skateboarding and all this stuff. So like. I, and I was talking about it with you where it's like kind of mm -hmm. like a NFL player. It was just like, all right, I'm going to pop these pills. I'm Kyle Turley? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get my rest. I'm going to go out. I know I can't deal with light right now. Don't yeah. turn on a light. That's the kind of the way he felt like this jackass process was because they were like really fucking hurting themselves. Obviously. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, what do you think the warning at the beginning of the video was? Like, <laughs> 
Johnny Knoxville got brain damage on the new one. Yeah. So it's, it's why uh, when I used to shoot jackass videos with my friends, I was the naked guy or the make people uncomfortable guy. I was going to say that's the smartest guy <laughs> yeah, to be. That's the smartest guy to be. You're not beating your body up. You're just making people go, wow, that's a penis. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the poop on command guy. Yeah. I'm just saying there's different roles for different guys. Exactly. Jackass 2 comes out 2006. Um, Funny movie also. Another great one. This is the thing about these movies is they really are just like like almost time stamps of like what it was to be 19 in this era. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, 84 million worldwide. I think the budget was like 15 million. It's crazy what they what they did with... There's almost like home movies, but they really like ramped it up at this time. Yeah, the it's like they're home movies only with like a Hollywood production value. Exactly. Which makes you like as far as making money, very good decision. Very good decision. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Jackass 3D then comes out 2010, mm-hmm. uh, 170 million worldwide. They said that's they had no idea because the first two did great. Yeah, especially with how much they made compared to how much they spent. But like they're saying, Jackass three did did so much better than anything they could imagine. And I remember somebody saying, like, can you remember another three D movie in the last twenty five years other than Avatar? Right. And somebody said it was just like, yeah, even that. The first one I think of is Jackass three D. Yeah, because like. I remember being in the theater and then like throwing shit and you just being like, whoa, all <laughs> right. Like it, it is one of those experiences that you just like remember. Mm-hmm. No, I mean it, like, it's, and it's still fun to watch even on your own TV. Yep. Like, yeah, just cheeky and fun things. All right. Okay. To get back into Bam and his uh, descent into madness, I would say. That, that's actually a really good way of putting it chris so june 20th 2011 his best friend ryan dunn cky guy they were they pretty much grew up together died in a drunk driving accident Mm -hmm. and people are saying this is where because he was always like drinking and doing drugs and partying and this is where it was like oh it's an it's like a non-stop thing yeah it's more like not a once in a while thing this is an everyday routine thing and that's tough to get out of <laughs> oh it's yeah and we see because he starts flirting with rehabs but he always like yeah, he's stays, like gone after like four days yep yeah he always stays like a week in something like that and the thing that i i hate to say it but when addicts they say this a lot they're just like i'm gonna get clean myself and nope. you're just like nah that's not i mean maybe you can get clean but the thing that's always struggling is staying clean i think yeah. so either you have to go to rehab or you have to teach yourself how to be sober ish yeah yeah that's the only way you can, really the only two ways you can do it. Like, um, I believe in 2018, he got busted for drunk driving. Yeah, third time, actually. Which, arrest. I want to say how absolutely ridiculous this is when your best friend dies of drunk driving, and then you proceed to do it, almost like... But you know what? That's an addiction thing. Yeah. That's a routine thing. That's one of those I think things it's, yeah. you don't... You've stopped caring. You've stopped looking at the big picture. You know, that's kind of what I believe when I had read I, that. It no, was I agree. Time, especially in 2018. This isn't 2001. You could easily hire a driver with all of the money that you've made. Yes. Yeah. And that's what you tell is sad is almost like he's like wanting help, but can't ever get it kind of thing. Yeah. Like he's trying to, it's almost like a cry for help. It's yeah. almost like he's asking like, I got another DUI, help me, but send to rehab for like the third time you know so in 2020 they decide to do a jackass forever yeah and they get all the guys back together and they say that 
and this is the thing is all the guys from Jackass are pretty much sober now, especially the ones that had hard drug problems. Steve O is one, yeah. Pontius. Yeah. These guys are like sober now. And they said when Bam showed up and oh, he was God. obviously completely addicted to drugs, it was hard to be around. And then it became impossible to be around. So much so that they ended up kicking him off of set. And I don't know if anybody wants to go through his Instagram post. Oh, my but God, it is, dude. It is clusterfuck that's well the only way to put it it's one of those things where you're just like yeah this is like one of like my friends that turned to meth and you're like who is this person like yeah. it is really sad jeff tremaine ends up putting a, a restraining order against him and he was making threats towards tremaine's family yeah yeah completely just like incoherent things and this is what i alluded to earlier he ends up suing Tremaine, the production, Knoxville uh, too, Knoxville, MTV, and he said that he got them, he got them like addicted to Adderall and alcohol. And before Jackass came around, he never drank, which is true. If you look at those CKY days, yeah. it was all skating and crazy shit. Yeah, pro and probably maybe a little weed mixed in. But what are you going to do as a late teenager? Early, but uh, early that was the thing. Actually, he actually said he never liked weed. Huh. Partying, it was more like mushrooms or like ecstasy kind of thing. Interesting. Um, huh. back in that day and then it you could see as soon as alcohol came in he just like couldn't deny it um that's why alcohol is the cruelest mistress because you can go into anywhere and order it yeah like, you got to have a guy for that other stuff you know no, yeah like i think my favorite uh joke about that was somebody was just like yeah can you imagine being addicted to food you need it to survive <laughs> all right um <laughs> But that's this is the thing is so they kick him off a of jackass. Supposedly, this is what we're about to release is um, he is in some of the scenes because he did get sober. And I believe the the movie like literally just came out. Yeah, like I think this weekend. Yeah, I want to say yeah because uh, Clint said he went and saw it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, check out uh, Clint's episode, Malice in the Palace. He's oh, one yeah. of our good friends. That too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, what a crazy like. I mean, he was arrested, I remember reading, in Iceland because he wrecked a Toyota Land Cruiser. Yep. Like, it, it, everything just kind of spiraled almost out of control after his friend's death, it seems like. That yeah. was, like, the starting point of every crazy thing for him. And it, it you can tell, like, the lack of skating, so... He said he had to relearn how to skate because yeah. he got, like, too fat and was just out of the game for so long. He said he got on a, a scale and it was 235 pounds, and he's not tall whatsoever i think he's like five eight yeah five, six. so like he, he was and he was talking about it he was like i could go out and do tricks but it was obvious that i needed to not chill or i needed to chill out or i was going to break bones and that was one of those things where it was like it you could tell that this thing that was always kind of in his back pocket like skating just wasn't there anymore and that's what's so tragic about this whole thing you know like he really was a absolutely great skater in his era that kind of gets brushed under the rug of him being like this personality yeah it's sad like that's the only thing i can talk about or only word i can use to refer to was like post maybe jackass and then the jackass sequel life you know well you, you go through his skating clips and i'll say it They're again awesome that backside tail slide is so unbelievable he clears the love gap which they don't have anymore that's when they it was that love sign yeah uh the beatles thing that they used to have in philadelphia and they used to so like it was this thing where it had to have rained and they clear out the the uh what is that the fountain and you're allowed to like jump it yeah uh -huh. um it's just one of those things he did a loop so like only a few guys have done a loop like tony hawk where they go and they do like a full 
Yeah. <laughs> like shit like that where it's not tricks in skateboarding, but it's like the hardcore of skateboarding. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he'll always be that kind of guy. And we might have missed out on what was more, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's why I said at the very beginning, if he had just gone with Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk and done that instead of the jackass stuff, which I'm not saying it's still a personal choice to put whatever you want in your body. But I mean... It certainly didn't help him. <laughs> no, no. And just the lack of being able to stick to rehab. If he, if I felt like if he got it early on, it would have been a lot better. Or if, yeah, if, well, he got it early on. It yeah, just, I was going to st- stay yeah, there. It had to know? stick. Yeah. And that was what uh, the Jack guys, ass guys said was he came back like they kicked him off and he came back and he's like, no, nah, I'm sober. And Steve-O was just like, yeah, but there was alcohol right here. You'd tank it. This is the yeah. problem is this personality that you have exuding is really messing with all of us and it almost tanked this you know franchise movie yeah right and who knows they'll be doing this probably into their 80s if they end up living there i hope not <laughs> i don't know doing the uh shopping cart the today. shopping cart yeah i guess there's Electric a new scooter yeah a new run of them but yeah <laughs> all right bam margera